when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. My name is Gert Wallander, and I'm a Swedish. And say hello, please, to my co-host, Jill Gascoigne, who is a Portugal. Hi. So, Jill, any truth in the rumours that you were behind the blockage of the vinegar, vinegar pipe at the pickle factory this week? <laughs> One thousand percent true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All the way. I love Jill, I love Jill so much. Platonic. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, she's, yeah. A, she's a bit of a brute. True or false? I'll take you down. Jill's going to take me down. Take me down to where? What is it? Take me down to Panama City? Pain Town. Paint Town. Pain Town. <laughs> um, true or false, Andrew? Oh, all right. Uh, Lady Gaga used to be known as Lady Aga when she had her own cookery show on Fox TV. True. It's false. True or false, Andrew? Dog the Bounty Hunter is allergic to coconut. False. False. Of course it's false. I'm just doing it for fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're giving me a clue there. True or false? Jimmy Carr's brother is called Bumper. Bumper Carr. That's true. That is true, yeah. <laughs> I tried to throw you a sidewinder. Denied. Um, look, so listen up. Um, I'd like to start uh, with Steve McLaren. You said that in a very sombre manner, as if something <laughs> terrible to about no, but Well... Not I, necessarily. I come so. to you with news of Steve McLaren. Steve and Casper. Yes. Uh, we're out in the clown car, Steve's clown car. Yep. Having a nice drive around Derbyshire. So that's a nice county, isn't it, Andy? It, it is. You know, I've only been there once and I had a lovely time. Probably, uh, maybe the most beautiful of the Is English. Alton Towers there? Is that what? Oh, yes, it's not yeah. so beautiful in Alton yeah. Towers, Andrew. I thought it was good. Well, you took your nippers there, did you? Um, I went on Easter weekend and. I didn't know this, but apparently Easter weekend at Alton Towers is when the travelling community descend right. on Alton Towers right. en masse. Yeah. And it was it was lively. That's you all I'm saying. You mean fighting? There, there was a police presence. <laughs> it was great. A police present. <laughs> yes. You could get a presence. Presence. You got presents off the police, yeah, when Present. you went in. Yeah. So like Santa's the, grotto. They're in Derbyshire. Carry on. And they're parked up in Berkwell. Mm-hmm. Right. So Steve says Right, Casper. This is Bakewell, the home of the Bakewell Tart. It's a yummy, scrumptious combination of short crust pastry, frangipan, strawberry jam and flaked almonds. Oh, Casper, it's like eating bubbles of laughter and funniness whilst you're having your toes tickled by a fluffy bunny. So they put the big plastic omelette cover over the clown car and they walked into the beautiful town of Bakewell. And just as they got to the first baker's, Casper stopped. Stopped dead, Andrew. Oh. You know, and indicated that he wanted to go into the junk shop that they'd just passed. How did he indicate? Did he just point his face towards points, it? He points his face towards yeah. it, yeah, and his tongue laps 
Ooh. towards the um, yeah. uh, intended location. Oh, Casper, come on. Are you still trying to find that hand drill for your woodwork project? <laughs> Casper nods. Oh, well, you pop in and have a look and I'll meet you in the biggest next door. <laughs> so Casper disappears into the junk shop and Steve wanders into the bakers, right? Yeah. Hello, Mr Baker. I want a nice big succulent bakewell tart and I wondered if it would be possible <laughs> to have the letter C for Casper iced on top of it in yellow. Well, first the baker says straight away that for a special order, you've got to give 24 hours notice, you oh, know. Yeah. And then he noticed that it was Stephen McLaren. You yeah. Know, used to manage around those parts. He did. So he agreed reluctantly to, <laughs> to do a quick icing job for him, right? Yeah. So they went behind the counter into the bakery room and the baker filled a large icing bag with bright yellow icing. Right. For that C for Casper. Then the baker turns around... <laughs> You're right. Yeah. The baker turns around and says, <laughs> Take your A-line oh! slacks off and your Andes. <laughs> he was South African. And, he uh, was, yes. Unusual in Bakewell, isn't yeah. he? What the dickens is going on? I only came in for a personalised tart. <laughs> is your mind out of sequence? <laughs> well, at that, the baker picked up a marble rolling pin and brandished it at Steve. So oh, that's quite a weapon, isn't it? Yeah. If you think about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Okay, I don't want any trouble. I've just had a gastric pan fitted. <laughs> right now, get on the floor, raise your buttocks in the air, and stare at the marzipan dispenser on top of that machine. <laughs> Steve does as he's told. And take that fucking flaky pastry off your forehead. It's turning my stomach. That's not flaky pastry. That's my hair island. My hair island. And the baker smacks him on the head with the rolling pin, yeah? <laughs> Never sing in a bakery. It can make me a clasty flight. Now feed the nozzle of this icing bag into your anus and empty the lot. Well, I'll try, but I'm very worried about my castrate band. <laughs> Don't worry, my brother had the same up and it proved very durable. <laughs> So Steve began feeding the nozzle in. Just as he started, he heard the baker scream Mm. out in agony and (laughs) drop onto the floor. It was Casper with his tail wound around the handle of his hand drill, drilling the bit deep into the baker's calf. (laughs) Thank you, Casper, you brave little warrior. Steve grabbed the drill in the tar and ran back to the car. So they sat in silence under the omelette cover, yeah. listening to the patter of the rain and tucking into their Bakewell tart. Do you think he w- really would have made me feed all that icing into myself? <laughs> and Casper gave a look as if to say, Yeah, gangbangers, you've got to fucking love them! <laughs> I'm so pleased you found your drill, Casper, and I can't wait to see the nest of tables you're making for me. <laughs> and that was their day out in Berkwell. Well, that's kind of um, justice, I suppose, for what he did in Derbyshire last time. What, with his destroyers and exit? Destroyer exit, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he escaped reasonably unscathed, but the psychological trauma... For the area, will, for the yeah, whole area. Yeah, yeah the psychological like, trauma will live on. Do you like a tart? Don't mind the tart now and again. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad tart, Berkwell, is it? I actually had, you know, them naked bars that are made out of, like, good stuff and that. Yeah. I had one of them this morning in Berkwell tart form. 
for my breakfast. And was it satisfactory? It was all right, yeah. It was better than like I was in a travel lodge. It was better than going downstairs and having a fry up. So you went out and got no, it. I took it with me. I came prepared. So you bought it as the yeah. four pack. Brought it up north yeah. to contribute to the northern economy. Yeah. Brought it down here. Yeah. Ate it on London. Are you a territory. central sort of nub of the northern powerhouse? Are you? I've been called that before. Yeah. yeah. I've been called a nub. Yeah. The, but, I, um, I passed a wine bar this morning, Andrew, and it said, yeah. um, education is important, mm-hmm. but champagne is more importanter. So what do you think of that? Um, I think that should be removed from wherever it was. Do you, do you think it makes people go in or, or makes people... It's going to make people angry, I think. I would have thought so. Yeah, it certainly made me angry. I'll not be going in there later on. Is that, was that around Carnaby Street, was it? It was on... Um, Old Compton Street. Because right, I came down Carnaby Street again this morning. Did you? Yeah. How did you get on? Well, when you walk down Carnaby Street, you never know what you might see. A Harlequin in a baseball cap and a man drinking heroin tea. That's what I saw <laughs> Carnaby Street. Would you like me to do a little quiz with you, Bob? Oh, I haven't done a quiz yet. Yeah, yeah. I will be the quiz master. Go on, then. It is called Cough, Bark, Crystal, Ping, Whitening, Peanuts, Woof, Woof, Protect, Give me, me just, just a little more time, Charcoal, You having a giraffe? Thump. Okay. That's what it's called. The subject, in case you hadn't guessed, is toothpaste. Do you not use toothpaste? Are you not familiar with I it? I use it. I don't buy it, but I'll give it a go. Oh, well, you know. Uh, it's all the um, the widely successful Colgate brand. From which shop? Asda. Asda. And this is the recommended retail price. None of this is reduced right. or on special right. offer. Are they all the same size? Yes, they're all 75 milliliter tubes. Promised. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't dick about with these sort of things. Not like you with your Tesco one last time, but we can talk about that later on. Right, here's your choices. Max White Crystal Mint Gel. Yeah. Max White Whitening Protect. Natural Extracts Charcoal. Sensitive Pro Relief Whitening. And what are the brand? Colgate. All Colgate? All Colgate. All 75 mils. Do you want to hear them again? Well, I think the not I don't know. I think the charcoal's the most expensive. Right. I think the gel's the second most expensive. Right. And what, that and that the, leaves pro relief whitening or whitening and protect. Then pro relief, whitening protect cheap, cheapest. Right. Unfortunately, you failed in your mission. The charcoal was the most expensive at four pounds ninety five, but then the pro relief whitening was three pounds eighty. Yeah. The Max White Crystal Mint Gel, £2.95, and the Max White Whitening Protect. You were correct there. That was the cheapest. That was £2. You have played and failed Cough, Bark, Crystal, Ping, Whitening, Peanuts, Woof, Woof, Protect, Give, Give me, me just, just a, a little, little more time. time, Charcoal, You're having a giraffe, Thump. Well, I didn't like that. I'm sure you didn't. I mean, it's like just one product. You know, like if I did Tetley's tea, Brookbottom yeah. tea, yeah. Lipton's tea. We'll do that next time if you want. No, I choice. won't. I wouldn't be. I think it's a cheap trick. Well, think of it as revenge because you tested me on Tesco last time and lots of people got in touch and said that I was actually correct. About and what? you were wrong. The order in the uh, the hierarchy. Oh, yeah. They, I, I, I'm right, yeah. Andrew. I'm well, right. No, Don't you're you not. worry about that. People in uh, supermarket retail. <laughs> All right. In touch. 
Shelf stackers. People like that, yeah. Peter's been in touch. Peter who? Peter Beasley. Oh, hi. Alright, Bob. Well, we've had a lot of sunshine recently and that always makes me feel a little bit sad. It makes me, you know, remember when I was a young lad playing football on the beach or chatting up the lasses at the fun fair. Happy days. Doctor. Anyway, her wife is back from hospital now and has been told she needs to get out of the boat a bit more, you know, to help her circulation and reduce the swelling on her legs. So, uh, so this morning, like, I asked where she would like to go, you know, for a trip out and about, like. Well, if I'm with you, then somewhere where no one will fucking see us together. No, I don't mean like that, love. Don't you fucking lay down the lot of me, sunshine. Who do you think you are, Jeremy fucking Paxman? Uh, ooh, what about we go to uh, the fishmongers in Granger Market, you know, uh, get you a nice bit of Taliban? Taliban? You mean fucking halibut? <laughs> you dozy fucking clown. No, I don't want to go to a sweaty fucking fish shop. With these pills I'm on, I'll spill me contents like a fucking top flush Kazi. Oh, okay, love. Uh, ooh, what about we have a drive down to the beach and have a little paddle? The cold salt water, you know, it might be good for your legs, like. Are you fucking serious? Do you want me fucking dead? The sea is full of shite floating up from Sunderland. I might as well smear me legs with fucking Alsatian cack. Uh, okay, no, there's no problem. Um, what if we drive up to Kielder Dam and have a nice bit of lunch at the pub there? And do what exactly? Stare at the fucking water? Count the fucking trees? But at least it'll be pretty fucking empty. I won't have to put up with people laughing at your fucking haircut. Does the pub do fucking eggs? <laughs> oh, have a look at uh, the menu online, love. Here it is. Uh, they do eggs benedict. So fucking elaborate. <laughs> uh, three egg omelette with choice of filling. Three fucking egg? Who are they fucking catering for? Fucking mice? Uh, Scotch egg and salad. Nah, just remind me of your big knackered fucking bullock. The egg will be like a little hard bullet. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, here we go, love. Here we go. Egg and cress mayonnaise sandwich. Cress? Fucking cress? That will just remind me of the time you made me have a munch on that patch of hair above your ass crack. No, fuck that. Oh, well, that is all the egg dishes I can say. We could, you know, take a carrier bag full of hard boilers and have a picnic by the <laughs> reservoir. Sit on the fucking deck with my swollen fucking pins. How did you arrive on this fucking planet? Did you sail on HMS Clown Show across the useless fucking sea? 
well, what do what do you want to do then, love? I want to sit on my fucking sofa, eat a couple of porches on the hour every fucking hour, and watch back-to-back New Zealand border force. I've got ten episodes backed up on the planner, and the pull of them is very fucking insistent. Uh, okay, love, well, I'll get the first batch of porches on. And I don't want to see your fucking spooky face other than your when you're fetching the porches. Okay. And one more fucking thing. Yes, love. Make sure that every batch is very fucking runny. Uh, well done, love. So, Bobby, here I am in the uh, spare room having a good stare out the window and waiting to cook the next batch of porches. It is quite nice, really, but I'd best go. And, uh, I've got a couple of jokes from your joke book for your first night. I know you like that, like. So... Me mate Philip had his lip removed last week. Now we just call him Phil. <laughs> I put so much petrol in my car last week that I couldn't get in it. <laughs> uh, bloke goes uh, to a dentist and says, I've yellow teeth, dentist, what shall I do? And the uh, dentist replied, wear a brown tie. <laughs> so... That's a joke few jokes, Bob, you know. <laughs> see you, I'll see you, Bob. One Peter Beardsley and only one Peter Beardsley. See you, Bob. Oh, so, Peter. Oh, she's having a right one there, isn't she? She's yeah. going right off one. The petrol joke as well. Nice, nice for fans of your work from 25 years 25 ago. 25 years old, that one, yeah. <laughs> well ripe. The... Um, <laughs> She needs to sort of take that step, you know, when you've had major surgery. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've got to get out of your bed, get out and about. It is a difficult time. She's yeah. probably a bit scared, really. But she seems like she's doing quite a bit of exercise verbally. Oh, verbally, she'll be, yeah. She'll be all right, I reckon. For sure. All right, that's Roy Hutchin outside there. Oh, there he is. Yeah, go on, let him in. I'll get him in. Hey, Roy, Roy, you coming in? Yeah. Hey, Roy. Stand aside, shrimp man. Let me in. You go. So, um, you must be excited about the new season coming up, Roy. Well, yes, I'm fairly satisfied with our transfer dealings at Crystal Palace. Quite a lot to be positive about. Okay, you're talking football, yeah? Of course I am. I'm a football manager. What else would I be talking about? I thought you just surprised me. I thought you'd be talking about Roy Hammer. What? Roy Hammer. I, I don't know what that is, sorry. Really? Oh, weird. Well, what about um, Warhammer? What? Warhammer. No, never heard of it. Perhaps you're confusing me with Graham Potter, the young, new, Brighton and Overview manager. But you're, you're, you always talk about Warhammer, Roy. <sighs> Look, their lawyers have come down on me like a ton of bricks. I'm not even allowed to mention it anymore. I'm fucked. I'm probably going to have to sell Wilf Rizar to cover the legal bills. Oh, God, that's a shame, isn't it? <sighs> What was that, Roy? No, nothing. Nothing. Sure, it sounded a bit like uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Look, I have to go. I have to go. I'm gonna go measure the fucking penalty spot or something. I can't stand this. Whoa, shit! Goodbye. Did you see him go then? So like a rocket. He's a, he's a man. He's well, man, isn't he? He's he's done his Roy Hammer thing, and the Warhammer people aren't happy, and he, they've done him. All ends up. <laughs> 
Oh, poor Roy. He's ruined. Ruined. You have to go back to football management now. I'd have thought he could still mention Warhammer, because that's good for them. Well, it? it must have been part of the... Uh, one of, of the them non-disclosure agreements they get these days. Do you know injunction what I mean? sort of One thing. of them things, yeah. Hey, would you like me to be Boise or Ringo Starr? Oh, 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 No, normally Boise is my go-to, but mm. I'm going to take Ringo Starr. I'm Ringo Starr. I used to be in the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> and I did Thomas the Tank Engine. Right. Now, the best thing about being in the Beatles... Was all the free sweeties <laughs> and is, and cheeses? That is truly fucking awful. It's, I wonder if it's as bad as my Paul McCartney. Uh, yeah, uh, the Beatles. You know, we were uh, we we're very much a vegetarian band. You know, apart Jimmy from Roddy. <laughs> apart from Ringo, who used to like pork. <laughs> Oh, you should have chosen Boise. Never mind. Go on, give us a Boise. Marlene! <laughs> That's better. <sighs> There's now a bonus service from us called Club Parsnips. And once you subscribe, you'll get all of the Mince episodes like this one, but three days in advance and with no adverts in them. You'll also get exclusive full episodes called Athletico Parsnips, plus exclusive animations from the podcast, compilation episodes, and if and when we do more live shows, you'll get ticket links first as well. It only costs £2 plus VAT per month, and if you sign up today, there's four exclusive Athletico Parsnips episodes waiting for you to get stuck into, and you won't get to hear them anywhere else. To find out more and to subscribe, head to athleticomince.com slash parsnips. Thank you. yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm getting my phone out, Andrew. Yeah. Because uh, Sean Dyche, <laughs> okay. now that he's done another motivational, uh, I don't know what you call them, song, rap, I don't know. Um, diatribe. Um, I've had it intercepted. <laughs> right. And I can play that. By song. satellite. By a satellite system, which uh, is a very different thing. To a satellite. So satellite. Satellites in the sky, satellite system, ground-based. Ground-based, yeah. yeah. Um, so, here it is. Whoa, that was a... I liked it. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Right, come on, Sean.
Industry without product. Pain without reward. Nothing skillful, nothing fancy. No back heels, please. It's far too chancy. Industry. Mud. Pain. Shit. Discipline. Pie. Gravy. Spam fritter. Struggle. And that's the Burnley way. If you want a drink, have a beer. If you want a car, get a Kia. If you want some meat, make it tins. Bring your phone into work, you'll get chinned. Mud. Graft. Assault. Lard. And that's the Burnley way. That was it from Sean. <laughs> yeah. Short if you want to, if you want to, what was it? A Kia? If yeah. you want to drink, have a beer. If yeah. you want a car, get a Kia. Yeah. And no back heels. No back heels. Far too chancy. Very good. I had an ant situation. An ant? An ant situation recently. What, the flyers? In my kitchen. Not the flying ones. Ground based. Ground based. Like ground satellite ants. systems. Yeah. Low ants. <laughs> Low ants in my kitchen. And um, do you know what I did? I mean, I've heard people pour boiling water on them. Well, I tried to be humane. First of all, I sealed up all the holes that I could find. And Good. then, do you remember me Chinese vacuum cleaner that I got with the dust buster setting? Yeah. Hoovered them all up with that. Yeah. Drove to the outskirts of town and released them. And released the ants. It's got a clear cylinder so you can see inside. You could see them all crawling around. Right. So I kept them as pets for a couple of days. In the pot? In the then, pot. Yeah. And then watched them and then drove them to the outskirts of town and just let them, let them go, let so them be. It's kind of like a Hoover Zoo for a it short period. It kind of was, short yeah. Of so my Chinese Hoover, yeah. you, you poo-pooed, yeah. has come up trumps. Just thought I'd tell you that. I mean, quite easy to Hoover up a, um, an ant. Mm-hmm. You know, those it, it's the, dust that's hard to get. Yeah. When they do demos, they always use little pins and things. Think, oh, wow, that can suck. Yeah. But it doesn't suck a lot of dust up, but it'll, it'll take an ant. Ants are very robust, though. They're quite, they're, you know, they're quite hard. You can hear them yeah. crackling as they go up and yeah. hit the walls of the zoo. But they survive because they're robust. How many do you reckon you sobered up? Probably 300. 300 ants. Yeah, it was quite an, quite an ordeal, quite an infestation, if you want to call it that. I'd like to, have, I'd like to hear that story from the ants' POV. Or point right. of view is what I'll saying. I'll drive to the outskirts of town and maybe do a, a field recording. No, but what an adventure they've been on. Think of like, oh, mummy, I've shrunk, or, you know, that area. Yeah. You know, like imagine those ants getting in the nest with their families and that. I'll, tr- I'll try and get something from them for the next episode. Well, you're not going to be able to. What, you think they're going to fucking email you? I'll go and find them. They'll still be hanging around. Yeah, but they you can't talk, fun. ant. Can you? The uh, You know, but what you could do is you could... Right, you could let's say you you dumped them off on Alan Shearer's field, yeah. Right, and next week you could tell us how Alan's got on with his new ant army. Right, I'll, that he utilizes I'll do that against Lineker. I? I'll do that, or I'll just forget about it. <laughs> uh, <coughs> have you watched any good telly? Well, Andrew, um, I have, and I haven't, oh. because I'm finally making that gentle um, shift towards YouTube. Okay, do you know what? Everything's I mean? there though. Everything's there, so all my £600 lives are there. 
And mm-hmm. because I've got sons, they've put me onto like the re. I don't know what's on YouTube. That's the problem for all these. I don't. There's no menu. You know what I mean? You've got to search. Yeah, and you search stuff, and it sounds promising, and it's shit. You yeah. know, a man man eats tiger just turns yeah. out to be like a photograph of a tiger, right? And a photo of you know, it's just bullshit. I don't think it's just photographs on YouTube, is it? Is the movie? No, but I'm just saying it's it's just it's a massive clickbait yeah. festival, isn't it? So my sons told me about obvious ones like you know, have you done the ten chili challenge show? No, that's very good. Right, big celebrities like uh, Brian Cranston and right. Franco and. Gordon Ramsay and people yeah. have to eat from one to ten, right? Um, chili wings, and they're like the last ones, yeah. like two thousand on the score field. Is it scale? Yes, it is. Yeah. So you watch their pain. You're That's watch, quite. You're fun. watching the pain of yeah. celebrities. Yeah, okay. and I, I watch That's... Fail Army. Do you know Fail Army? I don't know that either. That sounds very teenage. It, it's good fun though. Who feels? Everyone who's on Celebrities. it. Celebrities. No, no, it's just like, it's like Beatles program, you know, it's just right. loads of videos of people falling over. Right. But I do like the ones at weddings, you know, where brides fall over over about 15 feet. Yeah. Um, and I've watched a cooking one called Bon Appetit. Okay. Um, is the channel. And they're two, they're, they're, they're in a kitchen, they try and re- recreate things like Mars bars or Watsits. Yeah. And also they do one where they blindfold a bloke, but he can touch and smell a dish of food, Right, a chef. And then it, the food's taken away and he has to cook what he thinks he is. And then you oh, see how different right. it was from what he was actually touching and smelling. Right. I mean, it might be the way you're describing these, but they all sound shit. <laughs> I don't know. I've enjoyed them. Though. I've been watching Our Cops in the North on BBC One. Me Have you too. Seen I wouldn't miss that shit. Yet another cop series set in the North East. Yep. I believe that at the minute... So like eighty nine percent of the, the Northumbria police force are, are being, being followed yeah. by cameras. Yeah. Did you watch Canny Cops? I watched that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Where was that again? Was that was he- Heldon or something? Or Hed- Somewhere down, one down of those the, coast down the ones. coast. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, grim. So the the fight in the pub was a bit nasty, wasn't it? On that one, <clears throat> I walked past that pub the way after. I remember seeing that sign on the on the door. This Odd. pub has been shut because of a fight. Oddfellas, I think it was Yeah, called, there's yeah. a really, really, really nice butchers across the road from that pub right. that sells great pies. Yeah. Like a, a plate steak pie. Oh, wow. Angus's hope, Butchers, I think it's called. I hope it wasn't tainted by the anger generated and misery generated from the fight. Well, I went in and got a pie. I'd seen the sign on the door of the pub and I went in and got a pie, no problem. So. And did you eat the pie cold or did I you wait till up. you got home? It was for a family occasion. Really? What was it? Was fa- too big just for me. Excuse me. Tell it me was what a birthday party. What a birthday party. Family birthday. Family birthday. Yeah. And you got a steak and kidney pie. I got one. I got, <laughs> I got a corned beef one as well. You got so it's so. It's, and I got a sausage roll for me dinner while I was there. Was this an adults party or a child's? It was an adults party. So it was, a, a, beige, it was beige buffet food. So a sun, an adult Sunderland party. Yes, features a corned beef party. Yeah, when you say adult party, you make it sound like a something untoward. Well, I think X-rated, but it wasn't. And it's a family get, party. Do you cook up some chips in your fryer? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> some chicken drumsticks. Um, what else will we have? There'll be there'll be um, some slices of ham on white buns, but not in sandwich forms, just halved, and then the ham on top. Oh, like smokers and tuna, like a smokers board, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, breadsticks, dips, um, some crisps in a bowl. So a Sunderland smokers board, Hot dogs and sticks. Is hot dogs on sticks, yeah. corned beef pie, steak yeah. kidney pie. Do you get crisps in a ball? Yeah. 
Hula hoops in a bowl, yeah. And how much was left at the end? None of us. You're kidding me. All up. gone. Yeah. Well, a negligible amount anyway. I suppose the Sunderland lads put it in their pockets if he, they're not going to waste it, are they? Run off home and give it to their bands. <clears throat> Being unpleasant now. I've um, listened to the latest Martin, Martin from Holmes under the Amos radio show. Okay. You know where he looks around uh, the houses of famous I do. football people? Yeah. So I better play that, Andrew. Let's have a listen to that. Ma, 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 Martin. Do, do, do. Ma, 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 Martin. Do, do, do. Ma, 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 Martin. Ma, 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 Martin. Ma, Martin. Today I'm in the Surrey home of ex-England football key goalkeeping footballer David Seaman. Let's see if he's at home. Oh, hello, Martin from Homes Under the Hammer. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing really, though your hair looks like a fox's backside. <laughs> What an unusual analogy. A bit different. But, you know, there's something about it that I like. So this must be the lounge. It's a large open plan area with what I could call a naval theme. Is that because of your name? Seaman. <laughs> yes, my wife's idea. She's such a joker. <laughs> Is she really? It's a kind of visual pun, I suppose. I like it to be different. And what's that unusual thing in the display case on the coffee table? That's my friend Martin. That, my friend Martin, is the famous ponytail that I had cut off in 2012. Yes, I can see that now. You were well known for having a ponytail. It was your thing, like what Fox's head is my thing. Yes, they used to call me My Little David. <laughs> oh, I see, like My Little Pony. Yes, I suppose that is funny. Did they call you any other names? Yes, Dozy Dave, Daft Dave and Hot Balls. Hot Balls, that's an unusual nickname, a bit different, but I like it. And this must be your games room, pool table, table soccer, little drink spar in the corner. Do you spend much time in here? <laughs> Never come in here anymore, it's like a tomb. A coffin for my youthful days. <laughs> Can I see your kitchen? The listeners love a nose around the kitchen. No, you can't. Why not, David? That's where I've set up my money laundering operation. <laughs> really? No, just banter. I don't have a kitchen. It was eaten by a giant metal spider last week. <laughs> what a big spider that must have been. Very unusual, different, but I like it. Thank you for showing me a lovely home and good luck. <laughs> and David laughed for so long and with such intensity that he caused the commencement of Flying Ant Week. Oh, I wondered what had kicked that off. Yeah. Well done, him. David Seaman. Well done, him. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Crime Files. Uh, 
Roger Meadows ran a small upmarket car sales dealership in the sleepy Chesser town of Warslow. It was a small but exclusive showroom that sold luxury marks such as Porsche, Ferrari and Maserati. Business was steady and he was a popular member of the local community. Life was good for Roger until one day in September 2018 when a black Range Rover pulled into his forecourt. Roger was stood with Nigel Hunt, who owned the nonsense pottery across the road, when the Range Rover pulled up. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, up, looks like they've got a few, Bob. Maybe not the usual tyre kickers for once, Nigel. Must infuriate you dealing with people who have no intention of buying. All right, just part of the game, Nigel, it's just part of the game. At that point, two men got out of the Range Rover. It was professional footballer Paul Pogba and his agent Stanley Pingapong. <laughs> Marco was the first to speak. Let me introduce myself. I'm Stanley Pingapong and I represent the interests of Mr. Paul Pogba. Paul. Hello! <laughs> Paul requires the use of a red Ferrari for this evening. The publicity should be more than enough payment. I don't I don't loan out cars, sir. You need to try Avis or Enterprise, though I doubt you'll get a Ferrari. I don't think you understand. I'm taking the car whether you like it or not. We'll leave the Range Rover here as security. We are talking Paul Pogba here, not some tubby fart like Luke Shaw. Hello, says Paul. I don't care if it's Luke Skywalker, matey. You're not taking the car. Marco pulls a revolver out of his coat pocket. Is that so? Take me inside. Let's get the keys. Both of you move it. Is Marco and Stanley the same fella? No. All right, okay. Marco forced both Nigel and Roger into the showroom. Mr Pogba followed closely behind, seemingly oblivious to what was unfolding. But as with most crime, there was a flashpoint. A moment of never going back. It was started by Nigel, the nonsense potter. <laughs> I've had enough of this! I've had it up to fucking here with no good fucking toy gangsters! I bet it's not even a real fucking gun! Go and prove it! Prove it's real, you little fucking cabinet of shit! Well, Marco took up the challenge immediately and shot out the wing mirror of a £200,000 Ferrari. <laughs> Mr Pogba suddenly realised all was not as it should be. Paul pleaded with Marco. Mm, oh, Mr Marco, oh, don't be like that. You're going to cost me an arm and a leg with your trigger-happy shenanigans. Listen, I don't want a red car no more. I want that big blue vase in the nonsense pottery opposite. That's my nonsense pottery, matey. There's not a chance in fucking hell. It's locked up at the moment and the key is in my fucking bum bag. Now get out before I ring the police. Within a blink of an eye, Marco had grabbed Nigel around the throat and was holding the gun against his temple. Ah, oh, fuck! Fuck, get off me, you peddler of fucking Todd! You'll pay for this! My brother sells swords! 
Can you tell Paul? Can you tell me a bit about that blue pot in your window? With a gun against my fucking head? Are you in the keeping of a fucking evil goose? Let him speak, Marco. I'm desperate to learn more about this blue nonsense pot. Marco lowered his gun and released his grip from Nigel's neck. Okay, okay, fucking K! It's a clay body with coiling at the fucking base and a crackle glaze with enamel detail around the fucking lip. And yes, it's fucking blue. Is it a matte or gloss glaze, says Pogba. Matt, I'm not a fucking hotelier. How much for the pot, says Marco. To you, £50,000 and not a fuck less. Well, we'll take it. And the Ferrari that we shot up. And remember... Mr Pogba was never here. With that, Marco and Pogba left the forecourt and Nigel and Roger were left to reflect on their harrowing experience. Honestly, Roger, how'd you put up with these fucking Todd warriors? Oh, it's easy, Nigel. I take the hassle and I take the money. That's the name of the game. What are you going to do with that 50 grand? I'm going to get arse implants and an apron with tits on the front. <laughs> what do you think of that? Very nice. <laughs> Struggled a bit with my voices there, Andrew. Oh, I didn't but. really notice. So that's probably enough for this uh, I think, yeah. episode. Isn't Three it, names, respectively, you can choose from. Spiteful Brendan, uh, Fantastic Mr Fox Cox, and the Rambassador. Amazing Grace. It's a note to any of them, isn't it? How sweet the song. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye. See ya. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.